You're listening to the Big Finish podcast official launch date Monday the 5th of June 2017. Good morrow. Benji Clifford here, Big Finish sound designer and composer, player of guitars during Time War recording sessions. You name it, I might be guilty of it. But enough of my misdemeanors. What about the misdemeanors of my co-host, Mr. Nicholas Briggs? That's right, a man who truly is a living legend. A man who will make any journey to any destination in central London interesting. It's true, it's true. It's, ooh, it's, get, it's getting to be my favourite bit now, is just, just you wandering around random locations. Uh, to sort of talking so I do and now. muttering. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gonna, wa- I'm just gonna wander out of the shed now. <laughs> yeah, hold on a sec. I'm just doing it. Just doing it. Hold on. I'll just have to unplug that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here I am. Um, yeah, a long way from the microphone uh, in the garden. It's, it's, uh, it's just started to rain. Literally. Superb. Superb. Yeah. Literally, spots of rain hitting me. Yeah. Not, not quite as interesting as. Uh, Wandering along a canal, I know. But. It's like it's like a sort of medieval weather report. <laughs> We've been outside. Yep, it's raining. That it's is the weather. Raining. Yes. <laughs> But yes, if you don't know who Nicholas Briggs is, he is our executive producer, he is an actor, director, uh, man of words, uh, wordsmith I suppose the words would be. Uh, He is also the monster man for many Doctor Who stories. Ah. (sighs) It's me being a monster. (laughs) There we go, rock and roll. Oh yes, well I deny everything. Everything I say! Well, here we are, back at our respective desks, although I took a little stroll from mine just then. Uh, I'm just wondering why I can't hear myself. It's because I haven't put my headphones on. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, it started. Oh, just it reminds me of a, a moment that I had with the late, great Geoffrey Bailton, you know, who, oh. who sadly died recently. Uh, and when he was in recording with us once, he was sitting in his booth and I was next door to him in another booth. And I was talking to him, and he was gesticulating wildly that he couldn't hear me. And I was going, "What?" And he's going, "Hey, hey, yeah, I can hear this muffled. I can't hear." And, I, and then I, and I, I was totally flummoxed. I couldn't work out why he couldn't hear me. And then I noticed his headphones were on the back of his chair, and I just went, "Ah!" and kind of pointed to the chair. He looked at me and said, "What? What? What? What?" And then he saw the headphones. He just laughed his head off. Thinking, how, how did I think I was going to hear you without headphones? Anyway, oh, what, what am I talking about? Yes, uh, yes, we're not doing any of that mucking about in studios, uh, uh, annoying the people recording the uh, uh, episodes <laughs> this week. Let's just calm down and reassure you that we at Big Finish are the proud, proud, proud purveyors of simply the finest audio drama and audiobooks in the known universe. A bold claim, I think you'll agree. We like to think it's accurate. <laughs> it is accurate. Uh, Yes, no question yes. of it. That's, that's no. the truth. The I'm on truth. message. Um, uh, we make things like Doctor Who, Torchwood, Blake Seven, and flipping loads of other stuff, including, in no particular order, the... <coughs> the... Avengers. Oh, it's really <laughs> raining here now. Chucking it down. Um, the Prisoner, Captain Scarlet and the Mistrons, Terrorhawks, Survivors. Actually, it's quite amusing. My wife and son have gone out shopping, so they're going to get soaked. Um, 
Survivors Dimension <laughs> Pathfinder Legends The Adventures of Bernice Summerfield Dracula Frankenstein The Confessions of Dorian Gray and so much more the list might as well be endless We do make a flipping lot of stuff I have to admit Tell me about it and Literally tell me I will, I will tell you about it but not now because we're in the middle of a podcast Oh, God. oh yes sorry that's where we detour for 45 minutes whilst I tell you about it. Um, tell me about my job. <laughs> you are you. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like a line from The Prisoner, doesn't it? <laughs> you are you. you are. I'm not me. <laughs> I'm somebody else. Um, yes, yeah, so in case you're new to the podcast, and let's face it, you, you might well be. Uh, you'd probably be quite frightened uh, right now. Uh, so <laughs> let us orientate you gently and ease you into our podcastery. So coming up in but a moment or two, the big finish news, that'll be followed by listeners' emails. And then we'll have our guest star interview. Who is it this week, Nick? Uh, this edition is the very prolific actress who's been working with us right from the beginning of the Fourth Doctor adventures, Jane Slavin. And not only is she a great actor, she's also a great writer. And we've just released an audiobook read by Jane of her acclaimed novel, Writing on the Water. Uh, Jane is also, it says here, hilarious <laughs> and uh, quite rude. <laughs> She's very rude. So please do stay tuned for her rather heavily edited chats with me <laughs> later in the podcast. <laughs> so after Jane's uh, truncated X-rated banter, we'll be reintroducing you to Ran, the randomoid selectatron. And we'll be randomly selecting a Big Finish release from the archives to have a bit of a chat about. Then there'll just be time for me to run through all the latest releases with you uh, before we launch into our 15-minute drama tease. This week, it's the first 15 minutes of an episode from the lives of Captain Jack entitled Wednesdays for Beginners. Trust me, you won't be disappointed. But right now, it's time for the blooming news, isn't it? <laughs> This is the Big Finish News. What is that theme? Sorry, I'm stuck in my... It's the Magnificent Seven, isn't it? It is the Magnificent... Yes, it is. Absolutely. Is that right? I think it is. Or is it Big Country? Don't. I think it might be the big country. I, do you know what? I, I honestly don't know. It was just, you know, I just picked it up and it was the first thing that came into my slightly bizarre head. It is the Magnificent Seven. Is it? Well, goodness knows how I'll edit my way out of this. <laughs> it's important, though. Suffice it to say, folks, we have now just checked, and it certainly is the Magnificent Seven <laughs> theme tune. Just, Thank you. There we go. Let me just quickly... Cleared that up. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. Just double-checked. Double-triple-checked yeah. it. So, yes, first it's, up in... <laughs> I would say that the re one of the reasons I know this is because uh, there was a guy whose name escapes me now, a composer from the 60s, who twice submitted a theme for ITC serials, series, and uh, it sounded too much like 
Oh no. Uh, the Magnificent Seven. And so he submitted it for the champions and also the prisoner. <laughs> or the other way around, I should say. Yeah. It's like, I've got this one. They go, no, not again. <laughs> Although, interestingly, it was used as the basis for a lot of the incidental music in uh, the champions. Really? Yeah. Do you just Sorry, this is the news, isn't it? This is, well, that is news to me. That's certainly news to me. <laughs> Now, if any musician will know that once or twice when writing something, you end up writing something that somebody else has done. I once thought I was being brilliant by writing this really sort of emotional, heartfelt string sequence, and then it, it turned out to be Braveheart. Um, tragic. Um, so, yes, uh, the news. So, first up here is The Lives of Captain Jack. John Barrowman comes back to life in his own adventures from the worlds of Doctor Who. And that is starring John Barrowman with guest stars Camille Kaduri, Russell Tovey, Katie Manning. My name is Katie Manning and I am playing a giant cockroach type creature. It's a wonderful character. She's a slightly camp cockroach and she loves big shiny things. And it was it was a joy to play, but I have to tell you, my body has contorted into unbelievable shapes. You know, I was sort of like Richard the Third at one point. I had this sort of thing because you're trying to imagine physically being that creature, and of course, getting a voice from down here where I have no right to have a voice at all. Sarah Douglas. I'm playing a character called Tria. Um, I have um, I basically run an empire. I've a world-class, enormous empire. Um, I kind of think I'm the female Donald Trump. And Alexander Vlahos. Wow. Yeah, big cast. And The Lives of Captain Jack is released on Tuesday, the 6th of June. Amazing. So that'll be tomorrow in your ears. If if, if you're listening on uh, Monday, there's tomorrow. Yeah. Or if you're listening on Sunday, it's the day after tomorrow. Or if you're listening on Wednesday... <laughs> it's out. It's, uh, ah, it's too much. Life is about choices. Who gets to live? Who gets to die? Who we love? Who we hate? Our choices shape the future of the universe. I don't quite know what voice I was doing there. Exploring chapters of Jack's life not yet seen on screen. The Lives of Captain Jack follows John Barrowman's character from straight after season one of Doctor Who's 2005 comeback in a Dalek-ravaged Earth to a passionate night out with Alonzo Frame, played by Russell Tovey, who you remember was in um, Voyage of the Damned, wasn't he? He was. Uh, His origins at the Time Agency and meeting his match with Jackie Tyler, Camille Kajuri. Here's the trailer. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. The Time Agency isn't what you think it is. It's corrupt, it's criminal. Captain Jack Harkness at your service. It's you! Yeah! (laughs) The Daleks tried to stop us, but we didn't let them because humanity fights back, right? Yeah! Yeah. Come on, people! Just a few more drones to take out! We are winning! We can stop this, okay? I'm gonna have to say this in a high squeaky voice. What is that? I am Mother Nothing! Hold on! Who's going to believe a word of it if you start shouting about conspiracies? Two whole years of my life, they've been stolen from me! Oh, you have got to be kidding me. Time freeze? Here? The Lives of Captain Jack. Never did get that reunion. 
Never did get to see Rose or the doctor again. <laughs> Thought maybe if I, I hung around here, my luck would be in. Yeah, well, guess it's not my lucky day. Big finish. We love stories. And of course, you can hear the first 15 minutes of an episode from this exciting box set at the end of this very podcast. That's right. It'll be the episode that features Jackie Tyler. Lots of fun. And staying on uh, a Torchwood theme, this Wednesday, uh, which uh, if you're listening on Wednesday is today, but if you're listening on Tuesday is tomorrow. If you're listening on Thursday, it was yesterday. Uh, sees the release. I'm just hopefully explaining time travel for you. It sees the release of Torchwood underscore Cascade underscore CD Rip dot tour easy title trips off the tongue uh naoko mori returns to torchwood in a new story that must be bought to be believed here's the trailer you wouldn't steal a car you wouldn't blow up a spaceship full of alien refugees you wouldn't borrow a pen and not give it back Uh, 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 mine and you wouldn't download something if you didn't know where it came from. No, get out of my head! Get out! Don't say! Don't say! Don't say! Don't say! Don't say! You know where it came from. So, what, I've downloaded some kind of virus or something? Where it came from. Please, Toshiko. I don't think I've got much time. Internet piracy is a crime. And it's far from victimless. Torchwood, Cascade, coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Do you believe it? Don't miss it. Strong words there for Mr. Nicholas Briggs. And next up, this is more of a tease than a news story, but on Monday the 5th of June, Big Finish Newsfeed will be announcing a brand new companion for the brand new 8th Doctor Time War series. But because this podcast is always released early on Sundays, although if it's Monday for you, Sunday was yesterday, and if it's Saturday for you, well, you won't even be hearing this, uh, we don't want to spoil the surprise for those of you listening on Sunday. That's Sunday. Suffice it to say, my head's about to explode. Uh, No, she is awesome. She, I've given away a clue there, and I've already interviewed her for the podcast, so you can look forward to a great chat with her coming up very soon indeed. But not today, sorry, well... When I say today, is it Sunday? Is it Monday? Is it Tuesday? Is it Wednesday? Time. That's the sound of me hitting myself (laughs) in the head. Sorry. Uh, Keep an eye out on BigFinish.com and the Big Finish Facebook Facebook page. (laughs) Can't say Facebook Facebook page. And the Twitter feed. Uh, Mind you, here's a quick teaser um, in the form of a clip of us chatting that's uh, this unknown person and me no clues but here's a clip it has been an absolute joy um really really from the heart did, really... did you have any knowledge of doctor who before or was it something that's passed um, you by i don't know yeah. i've got no sense of you knowing much about doctor who i don't know um no because it's not very it's not a very big what, what is that what's that noise it's the daleks <laughs> that's weird the cobbler's doing your shoes again. <laughs> Immediately, Toby has gone out to see what it is. Wow. Ooh, that's, that's quite a nice little tease, actually. Well, hey. see, see if you voice smiths can work it out. She's got a cracking sense of humour. It was such fun. 
Oh, she's lovely. No, she was great fun in the studio, and and that was that was a great day. Great day it indeed. Was. She came to the pub with us on the last day, you know. Really? Oh, and not just for a, a polite little drink. She stayed for a while, which I think you know, she must be must have taken leave of her senses. That's all I can say. You know, with with Ken Bentley and Matt Fitton and John Dorney and me. I mean, who'd want to sit in a pub with us? I did actually. <laughs> Oh. I, I actually did. So yeah. you did not, not that, that night. No, no. I I, I stayed. What are you I, saying? I went to the pub more than one night in a week. Doesn't happen. Yes. Nick. <laughs> no, I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> so yes, uh, moving swiftly on. That was swift. Uh, finally, just a mention of Toby Haydoke's Who's Round podcast. Uh, you may have noticed that they've returned after a few months off, uh, so please check them out. They are brilliant, actually. They're really brilliant. Uh, mm. It's it's quite incredible when you go through and you see just how many incredible people there are uh, that he's he's talked to in these podcasts. Yeah. So it's definitely worth a uh, worth a little gander. But um, yes, so so far we've had two Trevors, uh, stage play Dr. Trevor Martin and Doctor Who guest star and big Finnish stalwart uh, Trevor Cooper. Uh, he was also in Star Cops. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. As you know, comedian, actor and writer Toby Haydock is on a mission to get an anecdote for every Doctor Who story ever made. Surely he's achieved that already. But our Toby has got the bit between the teeth... And who are we to stop him? Uh, if you haven't listened to Toby Haydoke's Who's Round Yet, you are missing out, as Benji says. They're all available on bigfinish.com. Uh, you can access them through the podcast section or in their very own range. They're also available on the Big Finish listening app. Yes, uh, the Big Finish podcast doesn't have its own range at the moment. We are going to sort that out. So that's why you can't listen to this podcast on the Big Finish app. Big Finish app. So sorry about that. I'm going to sort that out. It's all down to approving the artwork. Yeah, buck up, Nick. Buck up. I didn't like the artwork. But anyway, maybe I should just put up with it. <laughs> just put up with some rubbish artwork. What do you think? Just be a picture of our faces. And you say, no, don't like it. Don't like it. Yeah, That's what I wanted. But instead, <laughs> it was kind of a strange brown image of a radio or something. It was very odd. <laughs> I thought, What's that got to do with anything? Anyway. Perhaps, perhaps that's what people think when they listen to us. They just think, they just think we're actually a brown radio. I'm, I am indeed a brown radio. I've got a brown radio. I've got, I've got a brown radio as well. Bakelite one. So upstairs. have I. Oh, look at this. I'm actually giving it away this week, so I won't wow. have one for much longer. You can get them refurbished where they sort of put like an MP3 player in it. So you well, can, this one uh, still works. It does actually work. It picks up. It doesn't pick up all the stations, but it, it certainly picks up a few. Yes, mine did the last time I put it on. Of course, it takes ages to warm up and it sort of slowly fades in. You keep expecting to hear Winston Churchill or something. And then, yeah. and then instead you hear sort of Shakira. Or yeah. <laughs> oh, OK. <laughs> it is, in fact, the radio that my uh, grandfather owned. And he used to, he was quite deaf and I used to, he used to have it uh, on a, a sort of trolley right by his right ear and he used to just sit there listening to it oh wow but yeah they I think it's the radio they had during the war as well really so they did listen to all sorts of uh, yeah they were the first people in their street to get a radio the wireless uh, yeah, the wireless that's right and everyone used to come round to their house to, to listen to it so in you know that, that might have broadcast the very famous and important speeches of the war years really it might have done, yeah. No such undertaking they, has yeah. been received. Yeah, oh, goodness, yeah. Um, they used to have to have an aerial in the garden. Really? 
you're kidding. We used to have in in our house that we live we live in a thirties house, and at the side of our house we used to have a little pole that stuck out from where the wireless used to go, and that was I think it's still there actually. I think it's still. Mm. I have to have Mm. another check. It might it might have been taken down when we replaced the guttering. I don't know. Very mundane talk here about guttering. But um, I'm making a note about the guttering. (laughs) Could be a whole new section of the podcast. And now guttering. Hello there. Guttering this week with me, Gordon Greengrass. <laughs> I also like guttering as a word for what happens to a flame. Ooh. That'd be a good title. Has that ever been a title of anything? The guttering flame. I don't think it has. It sounds good, doesn't it? it sounds Sh- quite... I shouldn't give it away on the podcast. It's going to be the title of my next Doctor Who it's script, quite, quite, quite a Victorian sort of... The guttering flame. The guttering flame. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Anyway. Write that down. I'm just going to see whether... Um, there has been anything called the guttering flame. The guttering flame. I'm typing it into Google. Well, nothing's coming up. Look at that. Oh, oh it's a society, a cadre, <laughs> a coterie of unlike-minded. Here we discuss comic books, and they're called the guttering flame. <laughs> ah, there's something. There's something on Amazon called the guttering flame. It's an album by Donovan Quinn. <laughs> Whoever that is. Yeah, he looks very bored. Donnie Quinn, great guy. I, yes, nothing against Donovan. It's 99, pay, 99 cents, I should say. If you're interested. <laughs> yeah. Come to the Big anyway. podcast. We just, just, just promote well, other people's stuff. <laughs> I don't think he's uh, any kind of danger to our listenership. I bet he listens. Oh, I don't know. I haven't heard it. It might be highly offensive. <laughs> just effing and blinding real real x-rated uh, album there but yes uh, so that is the end of the news i'm sure it's been somewhat informative and, and mostly uh, full of utter garbage but um but uh, but in between the nuggets of complete chaos uh, there is a lot of fun and exciting stuff in there so uh, yeah i'm excited and and there, there it is so that's the news i've put it in this envelope which you'll hear now Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'm gonna nip down to the post office later, providing it's not raining. Um, post it, and hopefully, I don't know where I'm gonna send it, but that's you know. Send it to me, or oh, it's. I think the rain stops. I've just had a look outside. I don't even. Look, I haven't even looked outside. Is there rain? No, there's no rain. It's dry here. Well, I'm in the southwest. You see, we get a lot of rain here. I'm on the Sunshine Coast. Not my words. The words of the stupid billboard. <laughs> Oh, I'm on the Jurassic Coast. That's what they really. That's what they call this, the Jurassic Coast. That's yeah. where where Ian Malcolm lives and uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Richard Attenborough. <laughs> oh, you're confusing fiction I'm confusing and reality. Fiction there. And not fiction. Oh dear. Uh, so is that the news? That was the news. The news is gone. Time now for listeners' emails. That's right, it's that time in the podcast. Emails, emails. I just can't stop talking about emails. I love them. <laughs> love an email. Um, 
uh, they it's like a real envelope but it doesn't actually exist it's brilliant um saves paper uh so if you want to join in uh, the chat uh please email us at podcast at bigfinish.com that's podcast at bigfinish.com uh, so please go on there if you want to. We we try to get round to them. We get quite a lot of emails in, so uh, we, we will try to answer them. Uh, we we will. We will. Um, so, I don't know what I was doing. Uh, so first up, then this one's from Andy Ritz. Uh, Hello, Benji and Nick. I'm a little late with this, but I was very excited to see the announcement of the two new Jack Gerson novels being given the audiobook treatment by the lovely Dan Starkey, no less. Uh, I finished The Fetch and The Evil Thereof, the latter of which I particularly liked, a perfect tale of a sinister evil among normal country life. I look forward to hearing the assassination run and the treachery game when they come out. I also notice that there seems to be a lot more audiobooks in the style of these Jack Gerson novels. By my count, by the end of the summer, there will be six audiobooks. Any reason for this sudden increase? Uh, can you give us any hints as what's to c- uh, on what's to come? Uh, what's to come on the horizon for these novel adaptations? Brackets here, uh, though not the Doctor Who ones, which uh, you've made abundantly clear are done, <laughs> dusted, finished, kaput, dead, over, ended, finished, etc. XD face, uh, close brackets, full stop. All the best there from Andy Ritz. Over to you, Nick. What's an XD face? It's like a sort of like 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 when you close your eyes and open sort of smile it's like it's like oh, re- right. it's sort of like a, a very unrealistic way that people i suppose it's maybe laughter i don't know but i've never seen I'm anybody sort their of, head or kind of <laughs> yeah like, like i tell you what you know like those statues of the laughing buddha that you sometimes see yes, like, yes. Go, ah, like that basically Oh, right. That's what I've never used that uh, emoji. So there you have it. Uh, well, thank you, Andy. Um, yes, we are doing a few more audiobooks. Um, did you ask any reason? Uh, the reason is we just thought they'd be a good idea. Um, and, and really, if it's some um, something that comes our way that we particularly like the sound of, like the Jack Gerson stuff, because Jack Gerson created the Omega Factor. And uh, we were in touch with, you know, the representative of his estate. And we just thought, oh, that would be good to do. And then there was Jane Slavin's book, which was highly recommended to us. And things like that, really. It's not um, that much of a conscious policy. But um, we're putting a few more very simple audio books out there with no post-production on them. Just just the voice talking to you. There's another brilliant one they ears. did was um uh we did the survivors one, didn't we, with um, yeah, with yes, Carolyn Seymour right, yeah. uh, reading that out. That's really good. And indeed the Omega Factor one and Of course. Um, read by Lou Jameson. Yes. So we right. yeah, there we go. Here's uh, uh, an email from our old pal Alexander Basden. If I can just adjust my glasses which seem to have gone a bit funny. Uh <laughs> Hello again to Mr. Briggs, Mr. Clifford, and Dean Harrison, if he's listening, whom I would like to thank for clarifying the name of the Spring Drum, as I've been the proud owner of one for nigh on 10 years, and have never known what it's supposed to be called until last week's podcast. Yes, information service from bigfinish.com. I would also like to thank you too, as after all of your recent tangents crossed out discussions of childhood favourite TV shows I decided to scour the internet for any mention of one of my all time favourites of which I couldn't remember the name. Eventually I was able to rediscover a town called Panic 
a series of stop-motion animated shorts made by the Belgian companies La Partie and Pic Pic Andre and released internationally by Ardman Animation of Wallace and Gromit fame. I highly recommend the show to Mr Clifford if he hasn't already seen stroke heard of it, as I imagine he would find it highly molecule-tingling and very funny. A simple search on YouTube should bring up multiple results. I'll be there. I'll be on that. I'll be on there it. There you go. Also, report back next week, OK? Also, uh, just last week, I finally, in bold and uppercase, finished listening to all of the Doctor Who season 27 audios and thought they were absolutely fantastic. I hope to listen to Unit Dominion soon before I eventually get started on Dark Eyes 1 to 4. Goodness me, you're running behind, Alexander. But, you know, there's Alexander, sorry. But there's a hell of a lot, isn't there? Uh, just a quick question. Any plans for more Rain Creevy or perhaps an Andrew Cartmel Presents range? Well, we've sort of done the Andrew Cartmel stuff, so no plans for that and no immediate plans for Rain Creevy although um, as you know she does finish um, in unit dominion or maybe you didn't know that I don't know mm -hmm. and you've got a treat in store then and one final question my brother and I would like to know if you have ever considered doing audio dramas based on the BBC Wales The Adventures of Merlin do you know we haven't uh, one of the reasons for that is the whole thing about Merlin it's kind of in the public domain so it seems odd to get the rights to do something that we could do our own version of but um colin morgan's a fantastic actor so it'd be lovely to work with him strangely enough i, I started watching that again last night uh did you absolutely I've never really so i've only ever seen bits of it well i love medieval history so that always attracts me to a program um, but do you like accurate medieval history or the adventures of well Merlin? i'm actually strange <laughs> strangely enough I'm, I'm really interested lately especially i've i've kind of been doing my own little bit of uh, research into uh, arthurian legend and, and merlin and stuff like that because i really i just love i love looking up things like that um my my favorite thing is that the, the place where um where uh, king arthur was born is called tintagel oh yes which right. i think is the most amazing name for anywhere just tintagel yeah but uh yeah i've been love there's a great book a uh, big poet poem it is very long uh called uh i think it's called uh sir gawain and the green knight oh yes absolutely, absolutely. I fantastic know my brother was quite preoccupied with that when he was at uh, college oh yeah. it's pretty it's a really there's a film of it as well you know well i've not seen the film I'm, I'm just i'm kind of reading through it at the moment and enjoying it it's all i like all that sort of knights and shining armor and stuff back to um alexander Sorry, Alexander, we left you hanging there. Uh, that concludes my questions, you say. I shall now mail myself to the postmaster and ride away on his ogron-powered rickshaw to Kidderminster. Alexander Basden. P.S. I, I think I may have made an educated guess as to what Jason Hegelery is so excited about. <laughs> what, generally? And he's <laughs> jumping around all over the place like a jumping bean. And if I'm correct... I would be very intrigued as to whom you'll approach to play the lead. Mm, I wonder what you think Jason's excited <laughs> about. Interesting, interesting. Mm. Um, finally, uh, this from uh, Keir Crawley. Um, Dear Nick and Benji, you've just got to stop and buck up. These 15-minute excerpts are really tempting. Uh, when first hearing about the Ninth Doctor Chronicles, I wasn't sure if they were going to work. But having listened to the extract at the end of a recent podcast, I thought I'd give it a go and really enjoyed them. 
Nick reading us a story is just the right description. I often listen to Big Finish just before bed, so these make excellent bedtime stories. Oh. Uh, uh, we've lost my place. Uh, I, <laughs> I was getting overwhelmed there. Um, oh. I've also just bought The Shape of Things to Come after uh, having become so intrigued brackets i don't know the original close brackets uh, after a podcast extract you really must stop enticing us listeners as that way leads to bankruptcy <laughs> famous words there you see he's fallen into our trap yeah that's why we put those extracts on there because i know that for a lot of people they have the particular ranges they buy and they think oh i don't think i'd do that or you know but so that's why we give you a chance to just i reckon 15 minutes from the beginning is just enough to tell whether you're going to like it or not absolutely and it's nice I do to that try on new netflix stuff all the time yeah yeah i quite often watch five minutes of something on netflix and go no it, yeah no i did it the other day i was watching was it halcyon um, that was on, and, and it was on something. I think it was on Sky Player or something. And I, I thought I'd really like it, but I just found it too like in your face. Maybe I'll watch it again. It looks really. What's awesome. that one about? House. Uh, about uh, it's about the Halcyon Hotel um, in London in the middle of the Blitz, and how it's, they sort of partied all through the the air raids and all that. And it was, look, does look very good. It's just it, I don't know. It was just all big band playing and swing music, and I just thought, no, no, just just tone it down a notch. Um, yeah. Too much for Benji. Too much. Uh, yes, so carrying on here with uh, Keir's uh, email. Very pleased that there is some Blake 7 news after several mentions that there would be news, but not in this podcast. I thought I might have to dig out the mind probe, brackets, oh no, not the, not the, not the mind probe, uh, uh, to find out. I've ordered both upcoming releases. Very much looking forward to the next Third Doctor release in the next few months. Thank you. And keep up the good work. Spend it, Fed Earth, all of you. Uh, deep down and safe, uh, Keir Crawley. I don't know why I decided to to, to do the Brigadier's voice in, in the voice of uh, John Pertwee, but I did. And there it is. <laughs> and it's down and safe, not deep down and safe. Down and safe, it's from Blake Seven. Oh, see, they just... say down and safe when they They do, down. they do. I'm just... They do say that, they do, in Blake Seven. Yes, great <laughs> news in Blake Seven. <laughs> That's a quick burst of Blake Seven there. Yes, and great news that Yasmin Bannerman is going to be uh, Dana in Blake Seven. That was the news I'd been hinting at for a long time. Uh, she's a brilliant actress. And uh, and also Josette Simon, who played uh, the original Dana, is one of the reasons she got into acting. So, you know, because she was so inspired to see uh, uh, another black woman acting on television, you know, which wasn't such a common thing back in the 1970s. Because things was different back then. Things were different. different and world. not in such a good way. <laughs> and by the way, Keir Crawley's email, it says, sent from my BBCB. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just before we leave the emails behind us, I wanted to mention a couple of points brought up by some more of our faithful emailers. Nail, n- uh, n- Nailson, <laughs> Nathan Gervais, sorry, Nathan, uh, from New Orleans, suggests we devote an entire podcast once a month just to answering listeners' emails. Wow. He also suggests we have a section entitled Ask Dorney Anything. Which of those is a serious suggestion, I wonder? He's referring to John Dorney. Uh, one of our uh, actors and writers writes a lot for us. And uh, really, uh, Nathan, you don't need to have a section entitled that because John Dorney 
will answer anything, even if you haven't asked it. Uh, Mark Davis gently castigates us for not knowing that in the Christmas invasion, the doctor says he once met Arthur Dent. I have to confess that I had indeed forgotten that. Mark's also keen to know about our mysterious comic strip adaptation, saying he'd like to hear a return of Beep the Meep. He also suggests a number of Hold B City actors should now feature in Big Finish Productions because of Paul McGann's casting of that medical soap opera. Uh, one of the names he suggests is Guy Henry, who he later notes in a further email is actually in one of the <laughs> upcoming Tether Talks or Rose Adventures. And uh, I couldn't finish without mentioning Jack Harding who says that the latest series of Charlotte Pollard is one of his favourite releases. Uh, not biased at all in reading that out. And so here's a clip for those of you who haven't caught up with it yet. <laughs> Look, just tell me who or what you are and what you're, what you're doing here, now! Oh, you'll kill us? Is that it? I'm going to take a chance, Mr. Woking. Be careful, Charlotte. Chance? What? What are you talking about? A chance that you're a reasonable human being, and that you're not just going to shoot first. You want to find out what's going on here? So do we, and we're not the cause of it. In fact, I rather think we could be the solution. What do you think, Bertram? I think it is entirely possible, given the nature of the prolixity. What? Prolixity? You said something about that. And besides, I think this is all a little immaterial, because any moment now you're going to pass out. No, I'm... Pretty accurate prediction. Oh, and yes, uh, and I should just say that uh, Nathan's question about devoting an entire podcast... Oh, hello. It's hello, Ben. <laughs> hello. My, my son's just arrived. What have you bought? What have you got there? I'll come in. Oops. What have you bought me? We've bought you a new glasses case for these. Oh, thank you. Because you lost it. Yeah. Well, or Mummy threw it away. <laughs> um, yeah, and it. Oh. Mummy got that for you. I got this for you. Mummy oh. didn't want to get this for you. Didn't I she? Did. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's well. A Mummy didn't want so it's that, that's a key ring and this is a glasses case and yeah. they both where, what where you can you also get? put a string through that to make it attached to like a metal a, a me medal a medal oh I see and, oh. and he's now shooting me with a plastic revolver that was all that was yeah. very cunning wasn't it sort of have, <laughs> yeah, a, have a gift he had, this, <laughs> <laughs> he had this look on his face like and now I kill you <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, so I want to just say that both these items, the um, the glasses case and the key ring. They also got balloons. What do they say? you got balloons. Yeah. What, for me? Uh, no, um, one's for my eighth birthday because they say eight on them and the other's just for fun. Okay. When's your eighth birthday? It's later this month, isn't it? I know. Oh. 28th. Yeah, it's got that memorised. <laughs> uh, and can I just say, what does that say on there? Greatest dad. Oh. In the land. In all the land. Yes. I wish it said in the world. It should say that, shouldn't it? Take it back. No good. <laughs> <laughs> so great. So now, see, I lost another glasses case, not the one that was sent in by uh, a very kind listener. I've still got that one here. Uh, but this is for my reading glasses. This is all fascinating. Thank you, Ben. It's been great to have you in the podcast. You may now leave and carry on being a seven-year-old. <laughs> that's weird. I was already a seven-year-old. <laughs> that's true. Is it raining out there? Did you get caught in the rain? Yeah, we did. Huh. But I've dried off. Good. 
Good. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Yes, anyway, so sorry, Nathan. Um, uh, my son just arrived. Uh, the greatest dad in all the land. That's touching. This is enormous glasses case for a very small pair of glasses. <laughs> They're just going to rattle around in there. He's, I'm complaining about my gift. <gasps> um, yes, uh, would we devote an entire podcast once a month to answering listeners' emails? No. No. <laughs> Benji screwed up his face and shook his head. We'll maybe do a few more emails uh, per issue now and again, but, um, you know, it's already, I think, the longest section uh, in the podcast, largely because I'm going on about absolutely nothing and then my son came in and <laughs> gave a gift during it. But it's definitely a case, though. We, we, we get an awful lot of emails in and it's, it's really hard to kind of whittle them down and, and choose one to ones to read out, really, I suppose, so... I think if we devoted a, a podcast, it might it might be what? a long podcast. It would be. It would be very long. And also, uh, but Nathan might say, you know, ah, well, then I don't have to whittle down the choice because I could just read them all out. That's very true. And then, and then there's that unfortunate thing that an email comes in and you think, oh, that's brilliant. I must read that out next time. And by the time I get to the next podcast, there have been other developments and other emails coming in. And that, so they get superseded, which is why I just did that little summing up. Of, of a few additional points. Let us know what you think about the summing up of a few additional points by emailing us at podcastabigfinish.com. That's C-O-M. <laughs> Love it, yes. He's picking up the bant. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so uh, so thanks to everybody here, uh, to Nathan Gervais, uh, Mark Davis and Jack Harding for uh, emailing in uh, to the additional points here. Uh, so uh, moving on swiftly that is the end of the emails now um, I'm just I just think it's so lovely that Nick got a gift and so I'm going to give these emails uh, to I don't know I, I don't have any friends um, <laughs> that's I'll, so not true I'll give it to my dog my dog Mr Jingles he, he can have the emails this week and <laughs> he doesn't make any noise he's a, he's, a, he's a bit of a mute actually he's a strange fella but he's very happy Bless him. And he really is called Mr. Jingles. Yeah, he's Mr. Jingles. His name's Jingles because um, he basically, he was found, uh, he's a rescue dog, he was found on uh, Christmas Eve uh, on oh. the streets of, uh, I think it was Croydon or Crawley, one of the two, it's a cra. They're, they're quite different places. They are very different places, but it's because they've well, both got a cra, haven't they, you know, Crawley yeah. and Croydon. It was one of the crews. I say they're different places. I think they're quite similar in character, but they're in very different locations. Geographically different, but uh, aesthetically the similar. same. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he was found uh, on uh, Christmas Eve and, and nobody claimed him, no details of his name, his previous life, his previous identity. So he was given the name Jingles uh, due to it being around Christmas and we've had him for a few years and he's the most lovely chap in all the land and he will appreciate the emails, I promise you that. He really will. Oh. Time now for our guest star interview. It's actor Jane Slavin talking about her long association with Big Finish, Tom Baker, and her recently released audiobook, Writing on the Water. So, Jane, hello. <laughs> hello, Nick. Um, now, this is a podcast interview, so quite a deal of it is um, frivolous. I have to look at you in this strange fashion because I'm wearing very focals. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hearing about your glasses and your ugly feet that you don't want to get out. Just 
stop right now. Okay, so I'm not allowed to mention the fact that you're wearing shoes and socks with your shorts. Exactly. I just want to build, paint a little picture for I'm everybody. a married man. Yeah. It doesn't matter how attractive I am. She dressed you this morning to she... stop you being attractive. Yes, because <laughs> okay. it's only the fact that I'm wearing shorts, <laughs> socks and shoes that make me unattractive. <laughs> That's the only thing that so... stopped me from being a, a god, an Adonis. Uh, so, um... There are four main podcast questions. Okay. The first one is an, an attempt to make it all about me. Okay. Can you remember when you met me? <laughs> oh, God. Um, I can remember because I didn't know what you. I didn't know who you were or what well, you were you doing before there. You, before you meet and it someone. turned out at the end of the first day that you were the director. <laughs> <laughs> who is he? <laughs> What was it? Which one were we doing? I don't know. It was when I was the Lan, oh, I remember, because I was so, giving yeah. birth to the Daleks and I had a great sense of... You weren't giving birth his, to Daleks. ...history and... Yeah, I was. I was responsible for the Daleks. No, you weren't. I, you were the Lan. I wrote was. it. There I was, was the Lan. You, you've got to... I just listened to it about two weeks There's ago. What do you do with Daleks in, in War Against the Lan? Just listen to it again. Yeah, I'll have to, because... No, I honestly, I'm, this is just <laughs> going to be an argument now. Okay, well, we're, could, we're moving past you. I can't argue with you. You are like the Doctor Who guru. So That's obviously right. you're right. Yeah. And uh, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got that recorded. Um, what's tingling your molecules about Ooh. Big Finish at the moment? Well, yeah, everything. Uh, everything. Mainly the things, <laughs> the things I'm involved in. <laughs> Quite right. Um, I'm very happy that today is the launch of my um, audio book. Mm. Um, well, um, right, what's it called? Writing on the Water. Oh, writing on the Water, yes. Yeah. Um, even though Ken Bentley said, that's seven hours I'll never get back. <laughs> <laughs> Since you brought it up, tell us about the book. When did you write it? I wrote it a very long time ago and it was really quite extraordinary revisiting it. And I only revisited it because David Richardson read it and then said, let's do it as an audiobook. He loved it. And um, so it was quite odd reading it again. And it was even odder than recording it. It was just quite lewd. It's full of sex and oh, vulnerability, which I'm more embarrassed about the vulnerability than the shagging. <laughs> um, am I allowed to say shagging? You've said it. Uh, yeah, anyway. Um, so that was quite weird doing reading out what's what appears to be a diary which obviously it's not but it sounds like one so i know that lisa who was directing it and joe who was uh the engineer i know that they were both thinking did that really happen and you know what's the answer to that <laughs> <laughs> okay fair enough yeah what, um, how would you sell the book to someone as an audio book, you know, for them to encourage people to listen to it, if indeed that's what you would like to do? I don't know. Um, well, uh, do you know, I, I wrote it without any kind of audience in mind. I just wrote the book I would like to read, and listening to it, it is a book I'd want to hear. It's about loss and love and longing and impossibilities and she the main character just tries and tries she won't give up and even when you get frustrated with her you're still kind of rooting for her I think and uh, yeah I think anyone who's ever been in love 
or lost someone when I revisited it I would say it's more about loss than love but when I wrote it I thought yeah it's a love story um, but I, I think it's more about grief I haven't heard the whole book uh, and it's funny as well uh, yeah I, like you <laughs> <laughs> Funny in the peculiar. Head. Yeah. Um, I uh, I haven't heard it all, mm. but I've heard sections of it, and I do think that your performance is remarkable. <laughs> it's really really good. Does it? It helps that you kind of know it, or were you coming to it almost as though you hadn't written it? I, I guess, but it's so hard. It's it's weird because you know when you it never comes out like it does in your head, and um any any performance um but i suppose it was from my heart the whole thing so and i know that character inside out in that she's you know we have a lot in common <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds so truthful it really oh does. thank you thank you just for the record i don't think you've ever given me a compliment before really so i'm uh, i'm going to be uh, keeping a a little mp3 of this podcast forever <laughs> no, uh, hopefully you don't cut that bit obviously i will yeah i, I don't think it's true that i've never complimented you i think you have a self-loathing mm. part of your mind <laughs> don't any, we all any, any, anything <laughs> nice that i say yeah you're <laughs> no, probably well, right there blooming well done <laughs> thank you very much uh and there, there's the plug and we'll probably play a clip now <laughs> Four days filming in an ancient studio in Holland Park with a bunch of actors, always a treat, and a director I'd never even met. It would be amusing, if nothing else. It might even pay off a debt or two. I looked around the bedroom to see if I could locate the script under all the debris. I spotted it lying neglected on the bare, part-sanded, paint-splattered floorboards in between the cafetiere and a tin of county cream gloss. I'd moved into the flat about ten weeks before and then immediately gone away on tour with a play called The Sugar Man and hadn't even bothered to unpack. The play had then come into town for a little West End limited run and had closed two days ago. I pretended, just to myself really, I'd had no time for practicalities. But in reality, all I'd had to do was show up at the theatre every night and perform for an hour and a half. It wasn't nuclear physics. The play was easy and fun and only 90 minutes long. There had been more than enough free hours to sort out my belongings and paint a few walls, particularly as the flat is spitting distance from the West End. But I am lazy, at least I was then. So much time lies between then and now. In the weeks I'd been back in town, I'd done nothing but unpack the kettle and the odd teaspoon and open my rucksack and I'd wandered into town every night with such joy at being alive, it's impossible to describe. Pootling through the streets of London on balmy summer evenings, breathing in the marvellous combination of trees and traffic, doing my bit for British theatre and eating in Joe Allen's every night in the days when you could still smoke indoors and no one had their phones switched on. Like I said, time has passed since then. A thousand years, perhaps. I had waited for the bank holiday, thinking, then I will paint, then I will get back in touch with everyone, then I will read a book and watch some TV, then I will sort out the flat. And now the day had arrived, and I was trying to do a million things at once, which is, was, just typical of me. There it was. Um, now then, what's tingling your molecules in general? 
in entertainment or yeah, anything oh, like oh, that. Oh, oh, what? Oh, no. oh, oh, the best thing ever. It's called I Love Dick and it's produced by Jill Soloway and directed by Andrea Arnold and it stars Catherine Hahn and Griffin Dunn. And oh my God! What is it a play? It's a work of art. It's a it's an eight part series. Oh. It's on Amazon. It's worth. If if somebody had said to me, "You have to give me two hundred quid now," I, I would pay two hundred quid to watch it. You don't have to. You just have to be a prime Amazon Prime member. I don't really want to plug Amazon, but I would plug Jill Soloway. She's what's it about? She's my hero. Oh my God! It's about this dissatisfied married couple. And they move out to a place called Martha in Texas. And they're both, she's an artist, he's an intellectual, he's a historian, he's a Holocaust historian, so he's a barrel of laughs. <laughs> and they, um, they've not had sex in Christ knows how many years. And they go to this place in Texas and she meets a cowboy called Dick. And she just becomes obsessed with him and she writes him a series of letters and I don't want to, I don't want to say is anymore. Is she justifiably obsessed with him? What does the no, no. Oh, right. but it, I mean, it suits me just fine because it's just the sort of thing I might have done in my youth <laughs> or even last week. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, no, it's not justified at all and he, is, he feels very harassed because she's writing him the filthiest letters and they get <laughs> delivered. To, she wants to use it as an art installation so she takes it to the local gallery. The, all of these, this stack of letters and she you know she'd pin them on a washing line and it was all it looked amazing but they delivered them instead to dick so then he reads them and then he finds them all over the town and everybody's reading them and everybody's being inspired by these amazing it's wonderful it feels like you've taken us to episode seven already Oh, it's amazing. Okay. I can't... The, the last episode actually made me happy. It made me want to <laughs> rip all of my clothes off and just... Oh, God, it was wonderful. And you fancy everyone in it. You don't know who to fall in love with because they're all wonderful, brilliant, flawed, just tantalising characters. I love them all. I've got to work with Jill Soloway. Okay, that's been noted if she's listening. <laughs> um, uh, before I get to the last official podcast question, I should yeah. mention, should I not, that you've done an awful lot of work with us with Tom Baker. Oh, yes. Now, apart from, we'll get on to Anne Kelso in a minute. Okay, the character okay. Played, but uh, it seems to me that the moment you met him, you started an extraordinary friendship with him immediately. Like, and I thought yeah. that you'd met before, but the yeah. way you started talking to him. What was that about? How did that happen? I would agree with that. I, I don't know. He just gets me. I I never come away feeling... I just always come away feeling totally loved, and I imagine he goes away feeling the same. Yeah, he talks about you a lot oh, when you're not there. Nice. Yeah, he does. I, I just adore him. He's just his wit, his stories, his twinkle. And I remember after the first two days he got hold of my cheeks and said thank you for seeing me and I and I do I think I do see him I think it's not just the doctor or it's Tom yeah and thank uh, you for seeing me that's yeah. quite an amazing thing I know to say, I know I just adore him with all my heart 
So it was inevitable we had to cast you <laughs> as his companion. What can you tease people with Anne Kelso? What can you say that will I can't really. I can't accept that. You know, it was as exciting for me as it would be for any one of them to do it. And the stories were great, as they always are. A great, fantastic team of writers. And, um, yeah, brilliant guest artists. And, yeah, we, and we had an absolute ball. Brilliant. OK, the final question of the podcast is... And it's a late edition question that we've only just... When I say we... I'm is that the late edition, so that's the adult, like, late-night Hollyoaks <laughs> or something, where you can swear and I've things? Just, no. Oh, no. I, okay. I've only just recently added this question in, uh, which is, um, what is your uncool, guilty entertainment secret? A thing you like oh. that you know you shouldn't oh. like, but you love it. Oh, anything with police camera action, cops... <laughs> Cops, motorway, traffic, cops. Cars any, crashing. Any, no, no, it has to be... No, I don't like the cars crashing. I, I like them chasing criminals. and oh, I love it. <laughs> I'm not even guilty. It's just my pleasure. Do you like all the bit with the sort of really macho policeman being interviewed? Oh, not macho. No, I, I like the ones who... Uh, yeah, I, I, like the, I like the when they'll have two women and they're clearly... And made themselves up for the cameras, so they're wearing all their gear, but they've got like false eyelashes on <laughs> and um, you know the acrylic nails. And you think they've had that done specially because they knew the cameras were in. So yeah, I love. I've got so many guilty pleasures. RuPaul's Drag Drag Race. I love RuPaul's Drag Race. I don't even know what that is. Oh, you're just missing out. Can you tell us what it is and where people can see? They can. They can find it on Netflix. Okay. And it's. Um, it's great. It's not, it's not appropriate for all ages. <laughs> okay. Although my daughter and I watch it together and she's been watching it with me since she was 12. Her father thinks it's appalling and inappropriate. But there are no boundaries with you, are there? Really? Yeah, there are boundaries. I had no boundaries as a child and we have boundaries. Okay. Oh, no, we can't get into that. It's like a therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, and then my teacher said... <laughs> You've had such a long association with Big Finish, and long may it continue. Oh, God, I love you all. Even you, Nick. Well, I, I even <laughs> love you. <laughs> oh, it's you. lovely. We're on a stairwell at the moment. Yeah. Do, should, I'm quite should, uncomfortable. My should, should you tell quite you're, cold. Yes, we're both getting uh, hemorrhoids on the <laughs> cold steps. Lovely. I'm turning it off now. Okay. That was 13 minutes. That's not oh, bad. That's quite... Uh, Thank you for coming. Will you slash it? Don't cut my best bits. Enormous thanks to the outrageous Jane. She is amazing. And now it is time for the Randomoid Selectatron. That section of the podcast where we pluck a random release from the void of our other releases and so uh we've gone on to hannah newman's uh randomoids electron here same uh, animated gif as usual the spinning kazoo um very apt i think very apt you know wh- why why change why change something if it ain't broke don't fix it that's what i exactly. say exactly and yes. clicking the button now and it's number 24 doctor who the eye of the scorpion 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Released September 2001, starring Peter Davison as the Doctor and Nicola Bryant as Perry Brown or Peripagillium. Or I could do the whole name, but I'm not going to. Well, this, uh, let's hear the trailer. So, where are we? From the gravity and atmosphere, I'd say Earth. Egypt, roughly 1400 BC. This is the house of death. No one lives here alive. Excuse me, I don't think you've told us exactly who you are. No, I did not. The great and mighty queen, daughter of the stars, pharaoh in the eyes of the gods and soon to be crowned, all bow to Erimemush in Teperem, divine and eternal, the living god. Pharaoh? I can name every pharaoh Egypt ever had, and I'm certain there was never a pharaoh Erimem. Death to Erimem! No! Help me! Damn you, stranger. Where did you come from? Who sent you? Answer me. Who do you serve? The true pharaoh. Shh. Quietly. Don't be encouraged by my presence, you poor, poor fool. You're in no condition to escape. But I'm afraid you can't be interrogated either. After all, no one leaves the house of death alive. This is a great story by Ian McLaughlin, directed by Gary Russell. Uh, Introduce the character of Eremem played by Caroline Caroline Morris, who was with us for quite some time, travelling with The Fifth Doctor and Perry. Great series of adventures. You can get it uh, as a a download for a a very competitive price. Oh, that is very competitive, isn't it? That's good. It's it's set in 1400 BC. Egypt is in mourning. The great god king is dead. The future of the two kingdoms of Egypt is shrouded in uncertainty as the council of priests debates the claim to the throne of the pharaoh's only heir. Um, Yeah, I remember I had nothing to do with this story, but I remember listening to it uh, with great interest. I thought it was beautifully done. And I thought um, it it was um, just the most amazing acting in it. And it had the real feel of a sort of William Hartnell era historical story, you know. It's nice Except when Doctor Who does Doctor. does hard sort of history when it goes into history with with sort of less of the science fiction aspect, you know, and and sort of dives in to proper history. Yeah, and uh, Harry Myers appears in it as Yanis or Yanis, I can't remember how it's pronounced, who does the most, who's really horribly sinister. Yeah, and Caroline went on to do many brilliant things with us. And uh, it was my controversial decision uh, for Eremim to leave the TARDIS, but we gave her a lovely send-off in uh, The Bride of Peladon, which I think we should have the trailer for that. Yeah, absolutely. Great Agador, dark beast of our ancestors, hear my words, I pray. From out of the mists of legend, a man has returned to help us. Doctor, what was that? Whatever it was, it didn't sound good. 
This is Ambassador Six Slayer. My ship has been attacked. Require urgent assistance. The Doctor has always been a friend to Peladon. I don't doubt it, but history teaches us that death travels with the Doctor. I need manual control and I need it now. If he resists arrest, kill him. We're going to crash, Doctor! Soon we will meet. Soon you will face your destiny. There you go. So, like, that that's the two ends of the, the Caroline Morris and Eremim era for you. Uh, both really worth dipping into. Um, and if you like the um, if you like the two ends, then dip into the middle as well. <laughs> Indeed. And Ian McLaughlin, who created Aramem, um, is also I think he's written a series of books about her, hasn't he? Uh, it's certainly worth checking checking in on him. And also, I think Ian has written writes for the Beano. Really? Yeah, I think that's right. I hope I've not got that wrong. But anyway, there we go. Lovely fellow. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he's written Eremim into the into the Beano. Yeah, that'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Yeah. Dennis the Menace gets the shock of his life when the TARDIS lands. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that's it for for Ran this week. Cheers, Ran. You're a diamond as always. Uh, and seeing as you've given us an Egyptian uh, themed uh, story there, then why don't you take the week off and go to Egypt, take a few photos, um, watch what you eat, um, and have a little stroll down the Nile. Um, so there we go. Cheers, Ran. We'll see you next week. And so, as the podcast slips quietly across the sea of bonkersness into the land of nullification, there is just time for Nick to round up the latest releases. Annika Wills performs Falling by Jonathan Barnes, part of the Doctor Who short trips range. Ben and Polly experience something inexplicable. Toby Haydock's Who's Round features actor Trevor Cooper. Jane Slavin's provocative and intriguing audiobook Writing on the Water is out there in so many ways. Unit assembled. The old unit team team up with the new unit team and there be Silurians and Sea Devils too. Ha ha! Tom Baker returns as the fourth Doctor to battle spirits from the past. Or does he in The Haunting of Malkin Place with Lala Ward as Romana and guest star Simon Jones but not in his Arthur Dent pyjamas. The Ninth Doctor Chronicles getting some lovely reviews which is nice because I'm in it. Torchwood Corpse Day starring Bern Gorman finally arriving as part of our audio continuation of this great Russell T. Davis Doctor Who spin-off. People are loving it. Dreams of Long Ago from Dark Shadows features the great David Selby and notable others. And don't forget this month's helping of H.G. Wells with Nicola Walker and Sam Troughton in The Shape of Things to Come. And that's your lot! And what a lot that is. Thanks, Nick. At any moment now, we'll be treating you to the first 15 minutes of an episode from The Lives of Captain Jack. Any final thoughts before we go, Benji? I mean... I've got lots of thoughts, you know. I mean, the, the, the immediate thought in my mind is, what am I going to make for my lunch today? Um, but, oh, yes, but in yes. terms of the podcast, my thoughts are, I, I'm just trying to think, what will I listen to next? Because there are so many good things here. 
and mm. it's literally a case of it's like well obviously I, I've got I, I've got to listen to the lives of Captain Jack but then I really want to listen to Writing on the Water um, but also now that the Randomoids Electron has served us up that little audio treat um, yeah. I might want to dive back into that one. I think I have heard it before, actually, but I'd like to, to refresh my memory on it. It's a lovely piece of work, I the Scorpion. Very nice. And then my yeah. last thought is, well, how am I going to listen to them and also do my work? So it's, who, yeah. what, who knows? What are you working on at the moment, by the um, way? Can so, you say? Well, I'm working on quite a few different things. So I'm yeah. doing some mastering today. I'm getting uh, Survivors 6 mastered and off which is good and I've, I've heard Nick it's because I've just finished the music on that which I've heard I've flicked through and had a listen and it all sounds rather lovely and I'm looking forward today to um, to sitting down and this is my favourite bit is when you master something you get to listen to it and you, you've got nothing else to do apart from listen and make sure it sounds nice uh, and as well as that I'm doing uh, the time war at the moment uh, which is literally I mean just honestly I we had a, this party at the weekend I, it was a party next door and everybody kept saying oh are you ready to go and I said no no I want to I just want to do some more just want to just want to do some more Daleks please they're like come on we, we've got to go and I was like I, I want to do I just, just just one more just just one more of the Daleks one more please um, <laughs> just oh, loving it that's lovely to hear loving it dedication Dedication. Um, I think that you did that lovely teaser, which you pulled out of the hat really quickly, didn't you? Straight oh, it was a after joy, the though. Absolute joy to do. Absolute joy. I th- if it, listen, if you didn't listen to last week's podcast, I think we should play that again now. Here it is. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, The Eighth Doctor, The Time War, Volume One. Welcome aboard the space cruiser Theseus. We're on a cruise liner. But there's. No glass, that's space out there. Please have your tickets and boarding passes ready. Why aren't we dead? Because I doubt they would sell many tickets for the cruise if it killed people. Sensors indicate the enemy TARDIS we have pursued. Destroy it! I obey! This feels different somehow. Doctor, we're on holiday, remember? Ripples are becoming waves crashing onto the shore. Meaning? That something wicked this way comes. Big finish. We love stories. There are. So yeah, so get ready for the time war um, without uh, guitar <laughs> interruptions. Yes, uh, for those of you who may not have heard last week's podcast, Benji and I got a bit carried away. I was encouraging him. It was me egging you on to play the guitar. <laughs> and it was brilliant. And then Toby came in from the recording and just stood at the little window. as it said, yeah, And then he came in and... Yeah, could you be quiet? He <laughs> <laughs> could have been a lot worse. He could have grabbed the guitar, walloped me round the head with it, <laughs> and then just sort of stood and uploaded it to Twitter or something. He wouldn't have done that because it was his guitar, so he wouldn't want to damage it. <laughs> True. But it's because they they put a new booth in in that studio that used to be a cupboard, but they've added an extra booth, and the soundproofing between that and the room we were in is very poor. Oh, no. So they would have heard it leaking through, because we can when we're in there, we can if there's someone in there having a death scream or something, you suddenly hear... <laughs> and you think, oh, hello, there's something going on in there. Yeah. Anyway... I felt terribly guilty about that, but luckily uh, Toby saw the funny side of it. That's good. I yeah. think I think Toby likes you, doesn't he? I hope so. I mean, we always have a good old chinwag, you know. And I helped him yeah. out the other day. Came in and said, "Oh, so if you if you you you're a member of this, you get a special offer on on buying some new strings." 
and woodwinds oh, yeah. and and so we we both like little kids signed up and and got the special offers suffice to say i didn't actually take up the offer because it was very expensive oh. but but you know wasn't that special then but no, well it would have been good but i like to hear of camaraderie between you sound guys oh it's always important we've got our own little own little group now all our sound designers oh, we sat and, right, we sit and talk we do about things yeah. Oh, it's just sound and stuff. slightly patronising rural accent. <laughs> uh, so that's it then. It's a big goodbye from us. Uh, the Eighth Doctor's new Time War companion will be in the podcast uh, doing the guest star interview uh, in the hot seat next week. But until then, bye. bye. Another Lives of Captain Jack Wednesdays for Beginners featuring Jackie Tyler. That's Kim Kadiri. Yeah, shut up. Goodbye. <laughs> Life is about choices. Who gets to live? Who gets to die? Who we love, who we hate. Our choices shape the future of the universe. Once, long ago, on the planet Earth, a remarkable woman was about to make a very important decision. Actually, I'll just have the omelette. Watching my figure. Does come with chips, doesn't it? Tell you what, these plastic bags are getting so thin you couldn't carry feathers in them. Oh, those look right. Do you mind if I squeeze these melons? Oh, it's you! It's my daughter. Well, it's about time. S speak up, I can't hear you. Over the roaring of what? Oh, dragons. Oh, she's visiting a theme park. Oh, well, that's nice. When you coming home? No, no urgency. No, I just got some chops in just in case. Lots to tell you, it's all go, it is. And you'll never guess. I've got a... What? What? No, I've got a... Okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you've got to go. Because dragons... <gasps> yeah. I love you too, Rose. Oh, that's my daughter. She's off travelling, but she always makes time to call. Always time for her mum. Window number seven, please. I don't know why they do that. A dozen counters and only two people working. Mr Jaffrey only has two daughters, so why they give him 12 counters? Poor girls can only be in two places at once. Gosh, Reen, it takes forever. All I want is two stamps. Yeah, anyway, it gives us a chance for a natter. How have you been? Tell me everything. Rose is still travelling. Oh, no, no, she's coming back soon. But I'm keeping busy. Rushed off my feet. <laughs> no, not in that way. Bernie's driving cheese to Stockholm. Which is funny when you think about it, because don't they have cheese there? Anyway, that's not the best bit. No, you will never guess. No, really. Guess. No, guess. Well, I'll tell you. Window I've got number a... 11, please. Oh, I'm up. Oh, so you dealt with the dragons then? How much is this costing you? Has he given you some kind of special space calling plan? Some of my bills recently have been weird. No, 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 not high. Sort of minor, see. Do you think he's did all my phone? I felt like ringing the phone company, but then I thought, oh, well, best not. I'm glad you called. I fancied a chat. 
Nah, don't come round. If I need you, I'll shout. Okay, tell him that. Is he eating? Well, yeah, but feed him more. Bird seed or whatnot. No, look, I've got something important to tell you. I've got a stalker. No, I have. No, it's not another misunderstanding with a Jehovah's Witness. It's that new guy at number 52. Trousers, tight as you like, and a chest you could chop onions on. What do you mean am I too old for him, you cheeky cow? I'm 21 next birthday. <laughs> and, oh, speak of the devil. I've got to go. I've got to go. I love you, bye. Well, hello, soldier. Are you all settled in? Doing great, thanks, Mrs. Tyler. Oh, doing great. Be cool, count to um, ten. One, two, three, ten. What are you like, Jackie Tyler, twitching the net curtain? Oh, you're no better than Oliana on the fourth, and she's got twenty cats. Oh, there he is. Oh, he's still standing there. I see you, pretty boy. <laughs> oh, a bit loud, that laugh, Jacks. Maybe tone it down just a little. Yeah. Trudy, is that you? No, it's not about that tenor. Listen, it's about my stalker. No, you prune. It's not a dirty old man, as if. I have got some standards. No, my stalker, he's dishy. <laughs> no, I've not taken a picture of him. And no, he's not got a Bernard Shepherd seeing dog. He's tall, dark and handsome, an American. <laughs> yeah. I'll do anything for nylons. <laughs> I'll take a picture on my phone. True, yeah? And I'll send it to you. No, I promise. And then you'll see. I'm not making it up. Not even a little. Anyway, kettle's boiled. i see ya. i see ya. Bye. Talking to yourself. Oh, that's why you get a pet. So that it doesn't seem weird. Mind you, 20 cats is too many, isn't it? Perhaps just the one would be okay. A little dog. Yeah, one that doesn't run away. Maybe with a little limpy paw. Not too damaged. 
Not so people look at him funny. Just so that he always needs me. Because Rose is off travelling the universe. I could ring her, ask her to pop by, tell her I'm feeling lonely, but that's a bit take a break, isn't it? Nightmare Mum dragging her across the universe from Planet Zog. But she'd come if I called. But no, she deserves her fun. With that man. But what about me, eh? I've got a stalker, and I'm just standing round talking my own ears off. Pull yourself together, Jackie Tyler. We need a plan of action. Right, then. Operation Hot Stalker. Just got to get the hang of this camera on this bleeding phone. Oh, right. It's a photo of my shoe. Oh, how do I turn the flash off? Oh, Rosa, no. Now then, let's find you. How hard can it be? Here we go. Number 52. Here he is. Is he in? Oh, there's a post hanging out the letterbox. I'll just tidy that up for him. Nobody like. To the occupier. Not even a name. Some pizza leaflets. Oh, two fifteen quid. That's not too bad. But the cheese looks a bit weird. And oh, a letter to. Oh, he's not lived it for years though. No, there's nothing here of interest. I'll just pop it through. I'll take that, thanks. Oh, no problem. I, I knew postman. didn't see me. Did you see me through that filthy glass? No. No chance. Oh, he's coming, he's coming. Here he comes. Here he comes. Say cheese. And... Hey! Oh, damn, I'm... Sorry. I, I thought I'd turn the flesh off. Obviously not. Have a nice day. Hey, come back. Come back here. Tell me why you've been following me. Rosita! Rosita, come on, let me in. Come on, I know you're in there. It's Tuesday. You never go out on a Tuesday. Unless <sighs> you're round at Yasmin's, helping yourself to her biscuits. Oh, I know you, Rosita. Jasmine, you in there? It's Jackie. You around for a gossip? Maybe get a pizza? There's an offer on. No. Rosita's out. So's Jasmine. It's only one thing. The last resort. The very last resort. I promise I'd never do this. Never. Ever. Still. Trisha Delaney, are you in? It's Jackie. Jackie Tyler. Are you in? I fancy... I fancy a chat. Trisha! Come on. Oh, she's not in. Well, serve her right. I come round to eat humble pie and she's out. So at least she'll never know. Unless, of course, she checks the door for fingerprints. Let's give it a rub, just in case. 
a perfect crime. I don't get it. My three best friends on the whole estate, well, my two best friends and Trish, and I've got deluxe gossip and they're not in. They're not in. Oh my God, they've gone for a girls' night out without me. Great, it's just great. My friends have ditched me. I've even scared off my stalker. How tragic is that? I think, do you know what? I think he'll have an early night. If I got a dog, I could natter away to him and it wouldn't look weird. Still no my luck, limp or no limp, the dog would run away. Well, I'm up with the lark and ready for anything. Well, there's that new pound shop in Kennington. Give that a try. Hang on, is it Sunday? No, that's Wednesday. That can't be right, place is dead. Even the cat's closed. Ooh, oh, it's foggy. Don't expect fog in May. Well, not proper fog, like someone's left a door open at a disco. Hello? Hello? No. Oh. I thought I saw someone. I can't even see to the end of the road in this. That's funny. There's no traffic. There's no one waiting at the bus stop. Well, that's a first. God, well, I can barely see my hands in front of my face. Rufus. I'll call my dog Rufus. It's a nice name. Touch of class. It's funny when London's quiet. London's never quiet. It's always a siren or an unhappy pigeon or something. <gasps> no. Have I slept through an alien invasion? I have, haven't I? Oh, God, London's been evacuated and they've left me behind. Oh, it's typical. Oh, we never used to have them until that doctor started showing up. Hadn't even seen an alien. And nowadays, can't move for them. Hey, aliens, listen to me. You've missed him. He's not here. He's off with my daughter, he's playing with space dragons. Okay, so come back next week, yeah? All that's here is me, and you know what? I'm going home to sit this one out. Home's gotta be this way. The bus stop is, where's the bleeding bus stop? It's gotta be, can't even see, ah. can't even see the pavement. What's happened? The garage should be... Mickey? Mickey, you there? Oh, please be there. Oh, the garage isn't there. I can't be right. I'm not lost. I'm not lost. I can't be lost. What? What is going on? It's a bus. Hey! Hey, wait for me! Stop! Stop! Oh, it's gone! What is happening? Where is everything? That's funny, because I'm walking. I can't hear my feet. I am moving, aren't I? You're walking. You'll soon be home, and then we'll have a nice cup of tea. We'll have a nice cup of tea if the aliens haven't taken the tea. 
Imagine that. We don't want your planet, just the tea bags. Well, not the fancy ones, just, you know, your everyday tea bags. I must be getting close to home now. Can't be far, unless I got turned around just then. Did I? I don't know anymore. <gasps> what was that? Is that someone? Of course it isn't. Oh, it's the aliens, isn't it? <laughs>